This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So what if you don't have perfect cover or a huge decoy spread? Can you still hunt crows? Absolutely. And today I'm going to give you some unconventional crow hunting tactics. Hey, this is George with the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. Today, we're going to talk about some alternative crow hunting measures, things that you can do outside of your standard setup, outside of a big decoy spread, outside of perfect cover. How can you hunt crows easy, cheap, on the move, on the fly, and maybe in particular in the wintertime? which is my favorite time to hunt crows. As soon as geese go out of season, for me, crow hunting comes in season. Now, in Pennsylvania, crow hunting basically runs like 10 months out of the year, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we have a really interesting crow season, uh, but it is utterly phenomenal for people that like to get out year-round. And so I used to hunt crows more than I do when I took up waterfowl hunting. That just soaked up more months where I could hunt waterfowl instead of crows. But as soon as geese are done, for me, then the attention focuses to waterfowl. And so, um, or excuse me, as soon as waterfowl is done, the attention focuses to crows. And a lot of people, the way they hunt crows is they get really good cover. They get a big decoy spread, farm field, something like that, usually in the summer or the fall. And they're calling them in and shooting dozens at a time. And of course, that's a great way to do it. Nothing against that. But if you don't have those setups, if you don't have those decoys, if you don't have those opportunities this time of the year, the crows aren't in those places, how else can you hunt them? What else can you do? Well... I have hunted crows all kinds of ways. Uh, I'm sure there are people that have hunted them more ways than me, but I have hunted them a lot of ways. I've hunted and shot crows hiding behind grills on patios. Uh, 
of of cabins and homes out in the woods. I've hunted crows sitting in a uh, a patio chair at a cabin with an overhanging roof, motionless like a statue, trying to pretend like you're not even there, with decoys out in the backyard, just on the ground, like three, and try to get them to come in and circle close enough to the edge of the patio using the the roof as cover and then just spring up out of your seat and shoot at them. I've hunted them, you know, in all kinds of different ways, but unconventional tactics are absolutely effective. You know, most days if you just walked out your front door and started sounding crow calls, you'd have crows come in. They can't shoot them there because they're too close to the house or too close to other houses, but there's a lot of times where you can hunt crows in ways that you never thought about. You know, here's the thing. Where do you normally see crows? Where are crows normally at? Everywhere. Well, that's where you can hunt them then. You can hunt them all over the place. So I'm going to talk about just a handful of unconventional setups. One is on the tops of hills. So you can get some altitude. You can hide inside of hardwoods or pine trees. And the idea is to just basically... Um, you know, try to put the tree between you and the open air where the crows are going to be flying around and then just hug that tree. Hug it, love it, get in tight. You, I mean, no brush at all. You're just hugging a tree and you're trying to blend into that tree. Of course, you want to wear brown or camo or black or something that's going to help you do this, but it's the tree hug technique. You might say, well, I've heard people say, well, you know, crows can see further than a bald eagle and, and they're smarter than a, you know, whatever, smarter than a dolphin and all these things. And they ascribe magical qualities to crows. Yeah, guys, they're birds. They're birds. They can see good. Sometimes they seem pretty smart and wary, but they're birds. This works. I've done it. We've shot crows doing this. It, it It's not going to work every time. But it'll work and it doesn't cost anything. Well, you gotta have a call and you gotta have a gun. But you don't need decoys, you don't need to carry stuff, you don't need a big setup. And you can go through the woods and hunt four, five, six places in the same day that are just like this. But you're trying to get some altitude. It doesn't have to be huge altitude, but you wanna get higher than whatever's around you if you can. Because that way the crows are gonna be lower relative to you. You know, you want to try to get them within 30 yards. That's the goal. 30 yards is ideal. Um, but you're you're trying to get them to come in. So you're hiding there in the trees. You've got a call, ideally an electric call, set up somewhere, not right next to you because their eyes are going to be going to where the call's coming from. But you got that call in some cover, maybe wedged in the nook of, uh, of some branches or in a bush or just with some leaves piled up around it or something. And then you sit there and you wait. And so what often happens is you get a group of crows that'll come in oftentimes fast. All right, it can happen within seconds. They were already pretty close. They heard that, boom. They're flying in, they're coming in. They're trying to get to see what's going on. And oftentimes they're not gonna come in and land. They're just coming in for a look. And and I have set up and hit the button on the on the call and not even gotten behind the tree yet and boom there's a crow just comes right up like out of a valley out of nowhere and boom there he is 20 yards and not even ready 
he spooks, we shoot, we all miss like a bunch of morons, and that crow flies away. We weren't even ready yet. Uh, it's like you don't want to hit that button until you were ready because they can just, they can be real close and you don't know it, and boom, there they are. But they'll often come in and, you know, a couple of them, you know, usually two or three, could be more. You're not often going to call in dozens with this technique, though it has happened and can happen. But they're going to come in for a look. And you don't move, don't move, don't move until you're ready to shoot. And then, you know, as soon as you shoot, that's it. They're gone. However, more can still come. I've had two, three, four waves of crows come in following similar techniques to this. You know, you sit there for 45 minutes and have three or four waves of crows come in. Now, they're not 20 crows in a wave, but groups. And you keep getting opportunities. You keep getting chances. Eventually, a spot will dry up, and then you go somewhere else. Other unconventional techniques. Find some kind of cover in the woods. Something maybe solid, giant boulder you can hide behind. Some rocks that pinch together that you can get down in between. Just some natural cover, huge bush you can hide behind. Whatever you can do that you've got good field of view of the sky, but you can totally 100% hide behind it. Set up your call somewhere up and away from you a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe 10 yards away, could be more. If you have a couple decoys, those never hurt, but you don't need them. You know, put the decoys near the call if you have it. Else, just sit back, hang tight, hide, and then wait. And once they come in, you spring up just out of a, as if you had built the blind yourself. And again, you're not going to get dozens. They're not going to come in to land. They're going to come in to take a look. And as they cruise by to take a look and their eyes are focused on where the sound's coming from, then you shoot. All right, then you spring up, pop up, get your shots. Now, like I said, that crow's not coming back if you miss him. However, more may certainly come. But what a lot of people do is they don't take the shots that they get, hoping the birds come in closer and decoy and land. And they can do that. That's possible. But if you don't have decoys, or you only have one or two decoys, the number of crows that are going to come in and land is, is not going to be big. You're not going to be shooting many decoying birds. So you want to take good, clean, reasonable shots where they're swooping around and they're looking for whatever's going on. They're coming in for a look. Now, people say don't shoot the first one. Never shoot the scout. You wait till the whole group comes in. That's good advice if you're hunting groups. But oftentimes, you only, there is only the one or two or three. And so you may not want to shoot the first one if you can see or hear more coming behind them. But if you blow the call and one crow comes in right away, shoot that crow. Because you may not see another one. You know, this is unconventional hunting. We're not talking about serious high-end professional crow hunting techniques here. Uh, I've done other episodes talking about that some. You can head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Go to the hunting categories. Click on crow hunting. You can see all the episodes that I've done. And I've talked about this at some length. But today we're talking about unconventional tactics. So unconventional tactics means taking every shot that you get 
that's within range. Now, the number one thing crow hunters do is they miss uh, misgauge the range. And they, they will underestimate the range. They think that crow's 30 yards out, he's 60. You might think, well, how can you possibly miss it by that much? Easy! Ah, oh, nothing is easier than over underestimating the range. Nothing is easier than that. Why? Because you're out in the woods, your adrenaline's pumping, you've been waiting for game, that you see that game, it's flying. You don't know how big it is to really know how close it is. It could be 30 yards and be half the size that you think it is or be twice the size that you think it is at 60 yards. And they look the same to you, especially if you don't have a trained eye for these things. And even those that do have trained eyes oftentimes make mistakes and misjudge distance and range. So that is super easy to do and you will do it. So the idea here then is you want to try to get them closer than seems necessary. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, if you think, okay, tops of those trees are about 35 yards, well, you need to get them closer. All right, you need to get them closer. And they're not usually going to come lower than the tops of the trees. So then you need to find shorter trees. Or you need to find somewhere where maybe they're going to swoop in from the side. This is why you want altitude, because you can get them alongside you closer. They're not going to come in from above you on top of the trees. That's what happens if you hunt from down low. Um of course, if, you, if you're down in a valley and you got low trees, maybe that's an option. But what I've found is crows will soar over at 1,500 yards and they'll just never get close enough. Meanwhile, if you're on a hill and you've got altitude, they may come in like literally right next to you, but 30 yards out and you can get shots. So that's what you're trying to do with altitude. That's why that can help you. But whether you're doing that technique or you're hunting from hard cover, you're, you're trying to, to move quick and take the shots that you get. Now, the hard cover without altitude can work great. It really can. Well, the problem is it's hard to see. You, so how do you see the crows? You're trying to peek your head out. So you better have camo on your head at least. A hat, face mask, something, mesh. Or you've got mesh you can look through or something you got to be able to see them, but you don't want to move because movement's the number one thing that gives you away. So you got to somehow perch yourself so that you can see these birds coming in to take a look, and then you can spring up and take a shot without putting yourself in a position where you're just turning your head all around looking for them because that is what they're going to see. So people ask, okay, well, then what kind of, what kind of shotgun ammo and stuff do you want to use for this? I've done episodes on that head of the website and check those out short answer any shotgun you have is the best shotgun to start with whatever you already own or can borrow is the best place to, the best place to start what's the best ammo to use hands down the most common ammo used for crow hunting is the cheapest target ammo that you can get for sporting clays or whatever you know number seven and a half shot bird shot one and an eighth ounce load whatever velocity they are 
That's, that's what the cheapest ammo possible is what most people use because you're taking so many shots. And you don't want to hesitate because your ammo is so expensive. You, wanna, you don't want that to be in your brain because you could definitely shoot a lot of shots in a day hunting crows. However, unconventional crow hunting, which is what we're talking about today, you're going to take fewer shots. So if you're taking fewer shots at fewer crows then you may want to use better ammo. You may want to use higher payload, higher velocity ammo that can give you a little bit more range, um, that's able to put a few more pellets into the sky just because you're not going to get as many shots. Now, there's a downside to that too. And that is people can usually shoot better with target ammo than they can with so-called field loads. So whatever you're more accurate with is going to be the best option no matter what the range is. So if you can shoot field loads at birds just as accurately as you can shoot target ammo at sporting clays, then, you know, maybe you want to spend the extra money per shell and get better ammo. But if you can't, like the majority of new hunters, you want to use whatever you can be the most accurate with, even if you don't have quite as much range because the ability to shoot and aim is going to trump that couple extra yards you might gain from slightly higher end loads. And so you're, you you're always want to think about it in terms of what can I shoot best with? What can I jump up and take a couple shots with the most effectively? That is the ammo you should be looking at and considering using, not what's the most powerful ammo out there. Because ability to shoot trumps high-powered ammo. Because it doesn't matter how good the ammo is, doesn't matter if you're shooting tungsten TSS shot at $10 a shot, if you can't shoot it well, you're not going to hit anything. Good ammo, there's no heat-seeking ammo or bird-seeking ammo. You've got to be able to shoot. And this is not shooting turkeys on the ground that you can get away with one high-powered shot. You're talking about moving, swinging, pointing, instinctual shooting in the air, on the move, with little to no notice. You've got to be able to do that effectively. And most people can do it most effectively with target ammo. And so there you go, several different, and of course, well, I might as well, hold on, let me, before I end this, the grill technique, right? I mentioned that earlier. So, you know, crows are creatures of habit. They live in an area or they've been there for a while, they know the area. And so one day I went out, I was at my my in-law's house and they live out in the middle of the woods and they often have crows around. And, you know, the trees there are relatively high and I was trying to figure out how can I hunt crows? How can I get some field of view with some cover? But I need to get I need to get altitude, and they didn't have too many altitude options. And so their house has a deck on the second story, the second floor deck. So I could get maybe 15, 20 feet off the ground if I hunt on the deck. But there's no cover on the deck, except for their grill with their big, you know, vinyl grill cover. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, I could hide behind the grill and the grill's going to block my view from the front and the house is going to block me from the back. So I'll actually have really good cover behind this grill. And you might think that's, that's crazy talk. Well, here's the thing. The crows know the grill. The crows know the house. They're flying around it all the time anyway. 
They don't care. They got too many crows. The house and the grill are not deterring them. So I'm using their natural surroundings that the birds are used to. And I put the call on the ground, just, you know, 10, 15 yards away from me. And then I hunkered down, hiding behind this grill, waiting for the crows to come by. And sure enough, worked like a charm. Super unconventional, but worked really good. Had good cover from both sides. I had birds that would come over from over top of the house and be at great range. And they had no idea I was there because the house is blocking their view. I had birds that came head on and the grill blocked block their view. And then birds that came from pretty much any angle. And that setup worked really good because they were comfortable in that situation. And here's the other thing. They're used to people being there. Well, it's not out in the middle of the woods on a hilltop in, you know, with cover and trees. It's a house. They're used to flying around with people there and the people are trying to get rid of them and they don't want to go. So I'm using the surroundings that they're used to. I'm a people. They're used to people. And then I'm just using all of that against them. And it worked quite well. I was surprised. I think I need to do it some more. But anyway, guys, I hope this is helpful for you. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com for more. Head to iTunes, leave a five-star review with comment to help grow the channel. And please send me a message. I would love to hear from you. Questions, comments, pictures of your hunts. Till next time, God bless you guys and go get them in the woods.